It's the e-commerce master plan podcast here to help you grow your e-commerce business faster and more efficiently by cutting through the hype to bring you inspiration and guidance from the e-commerce sector and beyond. Here's your host, Chloe Thomas. Hello, Master Plan World. Welcome to our latest podcast. It is a pleasure to have you listening. I'm Chloe Thomas, creator of the e-commerce Master Plan. I'm an author, speaker and advisor, and I focus on e-commerce marketing. Welcome to the first podcast in our 2019 e-commerce Master Plan growth series sponsored by Omnisend, the all-in-one marketing automation platform that empowers e-commerce marketers to boost sales with omnichannel tools. This is the third time we've done the growth series in January, bringing you double the number of episodes per week for the whole month and with each one selected because it offers superb advice on how to grow your business in the coming year. We've got a very varied selection for you this year. I know you're going to find it really useful, so make sure you listen to them all. There's 10 in all, numbers 191 to 200. Now, as this show goes live on December the 31st, I realise for several of you listening, it's not technically January. But to me, it just made sense to include this episode. Because as we do every year on the show, we're finishing the year by asking a hand-picked group of experts, what is the most important thing we learned in e-commerce in 2018? The answers are clearly going to give you some great ideas for growing your business into 2019. Before I introduce you to our guests, let's hear a bit about the sponsor, as without them, this series would not be possible. Are you looking to increase your sales without a lot of extra work? Omnisend's email and SMS marketing automation platform is tailor-made for e-commerce businesses like you. It's got everything you need to start making more sales immediately, including one-click integrations with the major e-commerce platforms and super easy migration from your existing email marketing platform. They even have award-winning all-human 24-7 customer support who will help you out in under six minutes. No more trying to get past the chatbot. Omnisend is trusted by over 70,000 e-commerce brands and me. Yes, we run our email marketing on the Omnisend platform. Ready to join us? Well, sign up for a free account at ecmp.info forward slash Omnisend and use the code masterplan2022 to save 15% on paid plans when you need them. 2018 has been a year where the e-commerce industry has continued to evolve and there have been winners and losers to that. On both sides of the pond and beyond, we've seen the retailers who fail to adapt to changing consumer behaviour suffering huge setbacks, whilst those who embrace the new retail world thrive. On the podcast, we've heard from several companies embracing the new world order, such as Brian O'Donnell and Matt Marketing, Andrew Banks and his experience at Earth Bathrooms and Matalam, David and Dan from Finley London and Christina Smith of Keen Footwear, to name just a few. We've also heard from those making the best of a non-growth situation. We heard from Christine Nicholson on her decision to close down her e-commerce business and Sam Taylor on running a cash cow in a declining market. You can find all of those episodes at ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast. Now, the key lesson from all of this is that you have to adapt, or as I like to put it, keep optimising. And that's the common theme in the observations of our experts in this episode. We're going to start with Justin King from B2X Partners, a B2B e-commerce specialist. What does he think is the most important thing we learned in e-commerce in 2018? 
So on the B2B side, we learned something significant, um, and that is that Amazon is real. So, you know, on the B2B side, we haven't believed that Amazon was real in B2B yet. I don't know how, but we haven't. And this year, Amazon went from $1 billion in 2016 to $10 billion by the end of 10, uh, 2018. Um, Amazon has declared that Amazon business is now the fourth pillar within Amazon. Um, so you have Prime, AWS, um, and the marketplace is the three current pillars. And now they're adding Amazon business as the fourth pillar. And that should scare every single B2B company out there that they've got to do something. It is real. E-commerce is real. Amazon made $10 billion because it's real. And it is the thing that every B2B company should pay attention to uh, and now be able to react upon. Um, if Amazon believes it's real because of the numbers and their analytics, then this uh, e-commerce thing in the B2B world of just distribution manufacturing um, is something we've got to not just pay attention to, but we got to start. Who would have predicted that a B2B specialist on the show would be talking about the importance of selling on marketplaces? Isn't it crazy how fast consumer behaviour is changing both in the B2C and the B2C space? And I should say B2C is business to consumer. That's when you're selling to consumers. And B2B is when you're selling to businesses, for those of you who aren't familiar with those two terms. Justin will be one of my guests in February, talking about his new book, Digital Branch Secrets, e-commerce playbook for distributors. Well worth a listen to that episode if you're selling B2B. Next up is our expert shows regular, Alex O'Byrne of We Make Websites, one of the UK's top Shopify Plus agencies who are now also delivering the goods in the USA out of their New York office. I've been working solely in e-commerce now for a long time, and I think this is the first year where the offline impact to uh, the high street is really felt that people are shopping online more and more. It's more and more mainstream for every demographic. Um, in the UK, spending uh, at UK department stores has fallen for the 13th month in a row, I read today. Um, obviously, we know all the names that have been in the news, like New Look, House of Fraser, uh, Mark Spencer's, Debenhams, Coast, Select, um, and the, there's been thousands of closures on the high street. So, I mean, that's like a, a horrible shift going on in the economy that has it, 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 got, got all sorts of consequences for town centers and, and, and the sort of real world, so to speak. Um, but I think it just really shows that people are moving online and we're, we're still spending uh, the majority of our money offline, actually. So this, this shift that feels like it's really moving beneath our our feet is really speeding up. And there's the same sort of numbers uh, and stats in the US. So um, just companies filing for bankruptcy this year includes Sears, Mattress Firm, um, Remington Outdoor, uh, obviously Toys R Us was in there as well. So these huge names that literally you used to see on every single uh, uh, high street um, are disappearing. So uh, what's replacing them? And I think it is these online savvy direct-to-consumer brands um, if you go in a lot of these stores, um, the old school sort of stores, you know, they're almost like warehouses and you're basically just going in and picking your stuff off the shelf. And I think the 
so-called sort of millennial digitally native uh, vertically uh, integrated brands are really uh, accelerating and filling every possible space so companies like Birchbox, Hims, uh, M Jimmy, Outdoor Voices, uh, Wobby Parker, Doll Shave Club obviously have been around for a while, um, All Birds, uh, Glossier, Reformation, these sort of brands that really speak to a, a new way of doing retail and one of the strangest things this year has been seeing those brands go back onto uh, the high streets in some places anyway. So uh, I'm based in New York now, and you see these sort of flagship stores for Glossier and Reformation, and they're really doing retail differently. So when you're shopping at Reformation, you choose the styles you want, and then um, you choose the sizes on an iPad or you tell an assistant, and then you go into the changing room and they're in there in a cupboard. And then you try them on, and then you can close the cupboard put the different sizes that you might want to try up in the cupboard and, and someone's put them in there. So this whole new approach of sort of reimagining what a store could be. And uh, Nike have just opened up a huge store where you can pick up from the app, you know, order on the app and pick it up in, um, in store. So um, the theme there is really that, that the retail is still changing massively. And uh, it's an exciting time, really, just both online and also for those newer brands that are starting to experiment with offline and do omnichannel, which, you know, has been a buzzword for years, but no one's ever nailed it. And I think um, Amazon normally leads the way with this stuff. And as we saw, they had their store, Amazon Go, where you could go in and just pick stuff off the shelf. So there's a whole new world of retail happening. And I know that we like to talk about e-commerce, and that's certainly what our company focuses on. But we can't help but be... Um, influenced by what's happening in the world around us. So that is the really big thing that sunk in for me in 2018. Again, I bet none of us thought we'd hear from a website builder about the power of the offline experience. But, and I'll let you into a little secret here, those of us who really get e-commerce have known all along that the real world experience is crucial for success. Let's flip into the world of marketing now with first-time expert guest, the marvellous Selena Knight. If you've not previously heard of Selena, she's an expert in bricks and clicks retail. Having created and sold her own chain of retail stores, she now helps many retailers around the world to work out how to grow their bricks and clicks activity. I think one of the most important things that we learned in e-commerce in 2018 is that customers are no longer going to connect if you're just sending out these buy my stuff emails. They really want emails that are personalized to them. They want customized emails that show them what they're interested in and not just what every single person on your email list is interested in. And I know that that means that you have to do some segmenting, but there are so many tools out there these days that will do this for you. But I think in order to be a successful e-commerce business going forward, you have to adapt and you have to just stop sending out these campaign blasts, which are just buy my stuff and expect them to actually give you a decent return on investment and also expect your customers to hang around. And we all know that selling to an existing customer is way easier than buying a new customer. So you've got to love those customers and actually treat them like you're happy to have them there. And if that's what you need to use segmenting for and personalization for, then you just have to do it to stay in business and to stay successful moving forward. If you want to find out more about what Selena's up to, then have a listen to her podcast, The Bringing Business to Retail Show. Now, before we hear my thoughts and those of our last guest expert, here's a reminder of our sponsor. Omnisend, the marketing automation platform tailored... Are you looking to increase your sales without a lot of extra work? 
Omnisend's email and SMS marketing automation platform is tailor-made for e-commerce businesses like you. It's got everything you need to start making more sales immediately, including one-click integrations with the major e-commerce platforms and super easy migration from your existing email marketing platform. They even have award-winning all-human 24-7 customer support who will help you out in under six minutes. No more trying to get past the chatbot. Omnisend is trusted by over 70,000 e-commerce brands and me. Yes, we run our email marketing on the Omnisend platform. Ready to join us? Well, sign up for a free account at ecmp.info forward slash Omnisend and use the code masterplan2022 to save 15% on paid plans when you need them started. Also focusing on the marketing side of things is our regular guest expert, Chris Dawson from Tame Bay. 2018 has been a really interesting year on marketplaces because they have started to charge extra fees for extra prominence. And that's both on eBay and Amazon, eBay with promoted listings and Amazon with sponsored ads. If you go to any page on Amazon now and search for almost any item, at the top of the page, you'll almost certainly find a a, a brand section sponsored by a, a brand in that category. Then you'll find sponsored ads where people are paying extra for exposure. Invariably, if Amazon have their own brand products, they'll also be promoting those. And a really interesting one is an Amazon's choice flag, which they put against products. That signifies the product they're most likely to promote on a voice search on something like Amazon Alexa. So if you search for something like AA batteries or a computer mouse, Amazon will suggest an item, and the first one they suggest will be the Amazon choice. If you don't want that, you can always say, no, suggest another item, and they will. But what this means for merchants is because people are paying for prominence, if you're not paying, your products will probably appear lower down in search. The sponsored products will almost certainly be above you. This has got a double effect. The first is um, it gives an ability for merchants to pay more and get their products shown. And if you're not Pay, pay to play, if you're not in the game, then your products will be lower. The interesting side is, the second side of it, is that both on eBay and Amazon, you'll generally only pay for a successful sale. But this does impact your cost base because rather than paying 10%, 15%, 18% selling fees, you've got to factor in the fact that you've also got the fee for a successful sale if that sale results from a sponsored product or a promoted product um, rather than from organic search. But what I would recommend is do some searches for your products on marketplaces, both Amazon and eBay, and just check out how many promoted positions there are above you in search. Or often, everything above the fold on Amazon nowadays is generally a paid-for position. And sometimes it can be the top one, two, three lines of search results um, that are paid positions. Seriously consider using 
sponsored ads on Amazon or promoted listings on eBay. And especially use them tactically, use them to promote your new products, those that you've got really deep inventory for, and especially products which are unique to yourself. Because both the marketplaces have algorithms for winning the buy box or being the top of eBay best match, where they take into account recent sales. So the more sales you get from paid search, the more sales you will also get from organic search when perhaps you ramp down your your, your, your bids um, for the promoted listings and start to rely more on organic search. But have a look at um, Amazon. They are now from their advertising making somewhere in the region of $2.5 billion a quarter from advertising. And much of that is coming from merchants or brands and retailers paying for position. And that's grown from practically nothing over a couple of years. Um, And when you see those sort of numbers coming in on the Amazon um, investor results, um, you know there's a lot of your competitors that are using this. The bad news is it is going to reduce your margins. Um, but the good news is that if you start paying, you will get that prominence and it can give your products a boost in search. So it, it start, start thinking um, not just in terms of the basic fees on marketplaces, but start thinking about fees plus promotion fees. Yes, there are even more maths and calculations in your future. Anyone who thinks marketing and retailing is all about cool products and pretty pictures has a lot to learn, don't they? So what do I think was the most important thing we learnt in e-commerce in 2018? Well, I can't disagree with a single point raised by our experts, but my answer kind of builds and elaborates on them a little. In 2018, I've worked with a number of different businesses working to find their perfect marketing mix, where to spend their time and money to drive the greatest return. With none of those businesses has the answer been the same. Often, multiple are using a similar tactic, maybe email or ads, for instance, but they're using them in hugely different ways. As Selena was saying, you can't just go, we're going to send emails and assume a blast broadcast to the whole list is going to drive great results. I've worked with a business this year where emailing the whole list costs more than they get back in sales, let alone profit. So it's not even about segmenting to get the right message to the right people. It's about working out who it's worth sending to in the first place. I've worked with those who are creating a welcome campaign. And once we've done it, it's been like finding a magic pod of gold that just keeps filling up week in, week out. And others where the impact of the welcome campaign, we know the customers like it, but it's very hard to calculate the financial return. As Chris was saying, the ads arena has grown in complexity. Not only are there now a lot of different ways to use each platform, platforms being AdWords, uh, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, Pinterest, Amazon, etc. But you also have a huge number of platforms to choose from. The choice is kind of bewildering. We've always known... To get the best out of any marketing method, any marketing platform, we have to test and optimise our activity. But in the past, many of us paid lip service to that. We didn't really bother with it. We just turned on email. We just turned on AdWords and hoped for the best. In 2018, we learnt that to successfully market our businesses, by which I mean to drive the volume of orders you need at a price you're willing to pay, you have to be in a state of constant marketing exploration. What's working? Why is it working? Can we get more of it? What else should we be testing? And the answer to those questions certainly aren't. 
email, Google ads, Facebook ads, their offers in the welcome campaign, Google remarketing image ads to those who've looked at a specific category in the last five days, Google shopping campaigns for products that cost over £5 or double dip Facebook ads to drive to content, then drive to purchase. We have to get more nitty gritty with our marketing methods. We can't write one channel off simply because the one thing we've tried isn't working. There's so, so much more depth to the channels than that. Which I guess all means you've got to keep optimising, but also to optimise more deeply. You can get the show notes for this episode, including all the links and resources we mentioned by heading to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast, where you'll find a link to this show, number 191. I hope you've enjoyed this episode, the very first episode from our 2019 e-commerce masterplan growth series sponsored by Omnisend, the all-in-one marketing automation platform that empowers e-commerce marketers to boost sales with omnichannel tools. In the next episode, we'll be hearing our experts' marketing advice for 2019 when they answer the question what is your top marketing tip for success in 2019 i think an even more surprising and eclectic mix of answers for that one than this episode if you can believe it look the whole point of this series is to help you grow your business into 2019 and that's also the point of the virtual summit we ran back in september if you missed that there is still time to get involved it's over 20 expert video sessions and in each you'll learn about a different way to improve your marketing think of it like a conference that you can tap into whenever you want that includes sessions on email marketing google ads and facebook ads if we've whetted your appetite for those in this episode And there is a very special offer for podcast listeners that you can get by going to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash summit 176 for a very special offer price on the whole of the summit content. Have a great week, all of you, and keep optimizing. Thank you for listening to the Ecommerce Masterplan podcast. Find out more at ecommercemasterplan.com.